What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Friday, July 29th. Uh, you follow the show or follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. I'm also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you are watching or listening on because it really helps us out. We're excited for today's show because we're breaking down. Breaking down the AFC North, we're going to talk projections, team and player expectations. But let's get right into some news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. All right, so wide receiver DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. He signs a three-year, $72 million extension to be there through 2025. So good for DK for getting it done there, getting his payday. Uh, wide re- or not wide receiver, running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs placed him on the active slash PUP list. Um, it's not good news going into camp, but we're going to keep it monitoring. They can take him off at any moment, so we'll see uh, what what that is in a few, probably next week or a few days. We'll find out. Wide receiver Julio Jones, uh, free agent. He signs a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I don't see this being super fantasy relevant. He's not going to return to his you know Julio days that we remember. Um, other than he's just going to take some opportunities away from Gage and definitely from Evans. Um, I believe he just wants to win a Super Bowl, and this is his best bet to be to do that with Tom Brady, who tends to win one every other year. And guess what? It happens to be that year. Uh, running back Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. He retires after five seasons. Uh, this makes it more clear to being Rashad Penny or uh, Ken Walker as the main running backs there in Seattle. And I like their draft prices. We talked about them previous in the in NFC West show. Uh, quarterback Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. He's going to miss some practice time after having his appendix removed. Um not overreacting here, but surgery is still a surgery, so missing time isn't good either. So I'm going to lower a little bit of the expectations for Joe, and we'll talk about him later on in the show. All right, let's get right into the main event. We have the Baltimore Ravens started off. Uh, we're going to break down the AFC North. So the Ravens last year, they were 8-9. and nine. Uh, their win total this year, their projected win total is nine and a half. I see them hitting that mark this year. Um, quarterback is Lamar Jackson. I don't see him returning to his MVP season, but I see him improving a lot from last year. He's going to play probably more games to be more healthy. Right now he's going in the fifth round. I love that price. I will scoop up Lamar at that price all day long. I got him projected for 3,625 yards, 26 passing touchdowns, 12 interceptions, uh, 924 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns, um, and he's also been developing his throwing motion. He'll do. He's just going to be a lot better than what we've expected from last year. Uh, running back are J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Um, Dobbins is falling in ADP right now. He's slipped to the 5.8, so late fifth round. Uh, Edwards is going to start rising a little bit more. He's in the 13th round right now. Um, I love the value of Dobbins there in the fifth. I mean, if you can snag him in the sixth, go Lamar and Dobbins. Not a bad combo there. Um, Dobbins, I got projected for 982 yards, nine touchdowns, 37 receptions for 240 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. Um, the news was that he won't be ready for to start the season. We don't know. We got to see how he's doing in camp. Or as of right now, he is practicing and doing okay. 
Uh, Edwards, I got projected for 688 yards, four touchdowns, 12 receptions for 126 yards, and zero re- uh, receiving touchdowns. Um, Edwards is just going to be the back to own there. We can flex him occasionally during the season, possibly during a good matchup, um, but I would only draft Edwards as the backup. Uh, the receivers are going to be Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. I like Bateman a lot. Um, actually, I like a lot of the Baltimore guys this year. I think Baltimore is going to be a lot better fantasy-relevant team this year, um, especially at their ADPs that they're going at. Uh, Bateman's going at mid-ninth round. Uh, got him for 99 receptions for 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, Duvernay's going undrafted, 53 receptions for 473 yards and four touchdowns. And then the man, Mark Andrews, the tight end, he's going in the third round. I love that value there. 98 receptions for 1,292 yards, 10 touchdowns. He is my tight end one. I like Andrews a lot this year. Um, I think he will surpass Kelsey. I think he will be the new top tight end going forward. If you can get him mid-second round, I'll take that value. I love the value in the third. Um, And then Bateman, like I said, in the ninth, that's great value. He's going to take over Hollywood because Hollywood's no longer there. I like the Ravens this year. Next is the Cincinnati Bengals, the guys that made it to the Super Bowl last year. Last year, they were 10-7. and seven. Win total projection for this year is 9.5. I see them being right there, what they did last year. Uh, quarterback is Joe Burrow. We just talked about him in the news, about his appendix. Um, he's going in the sixth round. I got him projected for 4,400 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 176 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. I'm okay with his draft price. I'm not looking for, I'm not searching for Joe this year. I'm not like seeking him. He is going to be a Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady style fantasy quarterback where you can wait on your quarterback, take them in the later rounds, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth round. Um, Six is a little bit too rich for my blood. I'd rather have a Kyler or a Jalen Hurts or Lamar in that range than a Joe Burrow. Uh, running back is Joe Mixon. He's going, what, 1.5, so mid-first mid round. Um, he's kind of the start of that next tier for me. I uh, got him projected for 1,137 yards, 10 rushing touchdowns, 49 receptions for 340 yards, two receiving touchdowns. I like Joe a lot. I, I've been a fan of his since he came out of college. Been I've had him two different years, and he has done really well for me the years I've had him. This year... If I'm later on and I can't get the receivers I want, I'll take Joe Burrow or Joe Mixon, <laughs> not Joe Burrow. I'll take Joe Mixon as a running back um, with my first or second pick. If you're towards the end of that draft and you're the ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth spot, I'll take him and I'll feel confident. You could pair him with a DeAndre Swift and be a stud. Uh, you could have two awesome running backs if you do something like that, or if you pair him with Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams. I think you start off your draft really well doing something like that. The receivers, we're going to talk Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Chase is going at 1.07, you know, the seventh pick in the first round, um, just after Joe Mixon. I'll take Chase above Joe. Um, I got Chase at 95 receptions for 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns. T. Higgins is going in the mid-third round. I'll take that value there. 87 receptions, 1,200 yards, 8 touchdowns for T. Tyler Boyd is in the 14th round, 66 receptions for 783 yards and four touchdowns. Um, not really looking for Tyler 
Boyd this year. Um, we could pick him up later in the season if an injury or something like that happens, but he's not going to be as well as fantasy relevant as T. Higgins or Jamar Chase. I'll take those guys at their values. I like them a lot. Um, then the tight end, new tight end in Cincinnati. It's Hayden Hurst. I liked him when he was in Atlanta. He's going in the 13th round. He is just one of those later tight end guys that we can stream. Uh, 46 receptions for 478 yards and four touchdowns. We'll see if him and Joe can build a connection that possibly could do better than that. Next is the Cleveland Browns. Um, last year they were 8-9. and nine. The win total this year is 7. Actually, it's not even anything. It's not out yet because we don't know if Deshaun is uh, suspended or not. <laughs> I have a question mark there and it looked like a 7. Um, so that's the question going forward. What do we do with Deshaun Watson? Um, as of right now, I haven't projected to miss, uh, with a six game or seven game suspension. So he's going to miss almost half the season. So I got him right now. He's being drafted in the 13th round. I'm staying away from him just because I don't want to take that chance and then be left with nothing. Um, I'm going to be staying away from a lot of the Cleveland players this year. Just going to be off of them from where they're at, at their ADP. So I got Deshaun at 2,277 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, rushing for 296 yards, and 3 rushing touchdowns. Um, That could change real quickly. Jacoby Brissett is the next quarterback up there. He's going to go for 1,532 yards, uh, 9 touchdowns, Three interceptions, 54 rushing yards with one rushing touchdown. Again, I'm not taking either one of those guys at the moment. The running backs I will target, though, is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Chubb is going in the second round. I like the value there. Hunt is going in the ninth round, mid-nine at 9.7. I'll take his value there because he has been a top 15 running back when he has played his, what, the last three years or so? He's been a stud. Um... Chubb, I got projected for 1,273 yards, 8 touchdowns, 29 receptions for 239 yards, and 1 receiving touchdown. Hunt, I love for a flex, or if you go uh, wide receiver heavy in your draft, he could be a solid RB2 for you. Uh, 631 yards, 4 touchdowns, 43 receptions for 388 yards, and 2 touchdowns. The receivers are going to be Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I am going to be staying away from them. Uh, Amari Cooper is going in the 7th round. Donovan Peoples-Jones is undrafted. Um, Amari, I got his 84 receptions for 1,145 yards, five touchdowns. Peoples Jones, 38 receptions, 714 yards, two touchdowns. David Njoku is the tight end there, another streamable option. He's going in the 14th round. I got him projected for 49 receptions, 581 yards, and three touchdowns. Again, I just don't know the passing attack there. Their coach, Kevin Stefanski, likes to run the ball. So that's why I would go with Chubb or Hunt. And I'd probably stay away from the receivers, tight end, and the quarterbacks. I mean, if Watson slips to you and he's there with your last pick, you can take the chance and see what happens um, because he is a very talented athlete. We just don't know, and you don't want to be holding him for the suspension. It doesn't make sense to hold a suspended player on your bench, especially a quarterback. You're just wasting a valuable bench spot on your to start the season. It does not make sense. And then to end it, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last year, they were 9-7-1. and one. Their win total projection is seven and a half. Um, they replaced Big Ben. He is retired. He's gone. They signed Mitch Trubisky and they drafted Kenny Pickett. I imagine both these quarterbacks are going to split time this year, probably about half. So I have them. Uh, pet, I have Pickett a couple more games than I do Trubisky. 
but I'm not drafting either one of them. I'll stream them if I like the matchup and I see that they're doing well. But Trubisky, I've got projected for 1,900 yards, 11 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 113 rushing yards, and 1 rushing touchdown. Pickett, the rookie, for 2,100 yards, 10 passing touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 128 rushing yards, 1 rushing touchdown. Again, nothing fantasy relevant with those guys, with the quarterbacks. Um, the running back is Najee Harris. I don't like him at his value right now. He's going at 1.6 right after Joe Mixon. I would take him in the second round. I think he's going to lose a lot of his receiving work. Big Ben liked to check it down and throw to him a lot. He had, I think Najee had over, uh, what was it, 75 receptions last year. I don't see him repeating that this year. So I got Najee projected for 1,077 rushing yards, 7 rushing touchdowns, 56 receptions. So that's a lot less than what he did last year. 353 receiving yards and 2 receiving touchdowns. He's still not a bad back, but he's just not going to repeat what he did last year as his rookie year. Um, he's still going to get a big workload, so I will take him in the second round, just not in the first round. Um, then wide receiver Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Those are the receivers there. Johnson's going to lose, take some hits with this uh, PPR value that we were used to the last couple of years. Um, Johnson's going in the fifth round. Too rich for my blood still. Uh, I just don't like receivers with rookie quarterbacks. I know Trubisky's not a rookie, but still, it just... It's not fun. It seems like he's not going to live up to the expectations. Um, so Deontay I got for 95 receptions, 1,000 yards, 5 touchdowns. Claypool I got for 62 receptions for 891 yards, 4 touchdowns. He's going in the 13th round. Just staying away from the receivers there. The tight end I like a lot is Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he's going in the 11th round. Uh, 67 receptions for 590 yards, four touchdowns. Again, I'm just kind of like Cleveland, just staying away from the passing attack options in Pittsburgh. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is the AFC West. I want to say thank you for listening to this show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.